All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp. I'm super excited because this week we have one of the biggest names in the industry. This person is a serial entrepreneur, a major risk taker, a business commentator, and health and wellness trailblazer. He's the head of result-based training, a specialist body transformation gym in South Melbourne with revenues in excess of $10 million. He's the head of Think Tank Australia, a cutting-edge coaching business that helps guide and coach small to medium businesses on how to grow their business into successful brand. Started with his wife, Lib Jones. It saw 1.5 million turnover within its first year. And he's also the head of Attain Digital Agency, also with Liv, a digital marketing agency that manages over $1.5 million worth of client marketing campaigns. So I'm super excited. Without any further ado, let me introduce the one and only Mr. Travis Jones. Travis, how are you? I'm pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on here today. I'm uh, really excited to um, go through everything with you. Awesome. And I'm a huge fan of yours myself, Travis. So this is going to be one of my favorite podcasts that I've ever done. So I'm looking forward to it. Travis, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? Um, I, I think sometimes it's like a bit of an internal reflection thing for me. Like I, you know, went through some stuff, um, you know, probably about seven, eight years ago and I had a tattoo on my, uh, my forearm. It's just like literally dream as if you live forever and live as if you'll die today. I think for me that resonated so much. Like I think some people look for quotes or mantras that they fire them up. But I think, you know, I'll say that to someone, it won't fire them up. But for me, it's, it's an internal thing. Like it's like, okay, I know where I was and I know where I am and I know how I have to act each day. Um, and I actually have another tattoo on my hand. It's like believe. So the two I sort of reference back and forth i think you know if we can live as if um you know this was our last day and we can believe in ourselves i think anything is possible so i think you know uh, you know you don't have to tattoo yourself with uh whatever you believe in but um it obviously helps every time you look down it's a reflection of are you actually living to your full potential each day love it so powerful i mean i'm uh i was more thinking the instagram quotes you know but travis has gone next level <laughs> and tattooed it so very very powerful i love that now just to our listeners out there travis big name in the industry he sent me over a list of topics that he could cover and every single topic was just amazing we had you know the zero to ten million dollar journey the why businesses fail and how to foolproof your business, the get shit done, goal setting in reverse, goal engineering, and also digital marketing and Facebook, how to clearly get an ROI. I couldn't really split it, so I just went with the first one. I figure we can't go wrong with a zero to $10 million story. Are you happy if we start with that, Travis? Yeah, man, 100%. Let's do it. Where, do we, where did that journey begin? Let me know everything. Yeah, man. Like, I guess for me, I was in a big box gym um, about eight years ago. And, you know, you know, the ones where you pay your rent each week and you're a franchisee. And I did that. You know, I'm 34 now and I've been in the fitness industry for 14 years. So I've nearly half my life, like being a personal trainer, a coach or something similar. Uh, I was pretty crazy uh, when I reflect on it. So when I was 18 years old, I started off as a PT and I was super nervous. I was probably the most unconfident 
person out there. I had some like, uh, you know, rejection issues from, you know, childhood or whatever it is. Um, and I remember like going inside these big box gyms going, okay, I, I, I just wanted to change some lives. And that's why I got into the fitness industry to start with. And I was doing like the triple packs where you do these three pre-T sessions for free and you have to upsell them. And at the end of these sessions, like, you know, I'd get there and I'm like, ah, oh. so I hope you enjoyed it. And I just walk off. That was the end of my three sessions. And I was like, in my head, I'd think to myself, oh, I hope they sign up. You know, clearly, you know, they aren't reaching back out to me. But, you know, because I had pure work ethic over time, man, like I grew to, you know, a $100,000 business inside there. Um, I, was, I was doing like $30 per session at the start or 25 Someone says, oh, can you do four a week for 25 each? I'll be like, yeah, for sure. Like, I, like you're trading time for money, man. And that's okay. But I just wanted to you know, bank up my hours. I think Malcolm Gladwell says, you know, the whole 10,000 hour rule, I a hundred percent hit 10,000 hours of um, personal training and coaching. I was doing like 80 sessions a week. Um, the service decreases because you just got so much volume, but at the same time, like, you know, your service as far as being able to give nutrition advice or support decreases, but your execution to be able to see if someone moves their knee goes in, knee goes out, whatever it is with that, you can pick anything up on the fly. So, you know, I think for me, you know, personal training was my, um, my passion. And, you know, back then it was like short course after short course after short course, um, trying to become the best coach you possibly can be. And I remember about eight years in, I'd gone from, you know, fitness, like fitness first to fitness first. I worked in Good Life in the uh, in Canada. At one stage, I was running boot camps for Fitness First. I had like I think it was like fifty locations around Australia. I was running the programming and upskilling all the instructors and flying around for them. Um, I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't want to work here anymore. Um, you know, I was doing like semi-private training myself. People didn't even have memberships. Uh, I was finished up like in the city in Melbourne. I was like, you know what? I want to open my own thing. Um, and I, I sort of gave myself, you know, eight weeks, which is probably crazy. Um, so don't give yourselves eight weeks to anyone <laughs> listening to this. Um, this and I didn't number have, one, right? If you want to start yeah. up your own studio, give yourself longer than yeah. eight weeks. Give yourself longer than eight weeks. But again, like, I guess like, it puts you in like hustle mode, like in this, like, okay, got to get it done. Um, I didn't have any savings either. So like lesson two, make sure you have some savings. Like I, I'm happy to, to um, you know, give you that. But I had to, I, like after the last eight years, man, like I learned how to be confident. I learned how to, you know, pitch. I learned how to speak my mind. I learned how to sell. Um, I think that's the beauty um, of the grind. Like, you know, you, you know, there's, there's no better um, education than man hours. I think like, you know, if just putting in the hours and I, I definitely put in the hours, I, I started at like 14 different fitness first. Like I, you know, I worked at like four of them in Perth when they used to have them. I worked in like seven of them in Melbourne. I worked up in Sydney as well. Um, like it was just, you know, when you're starting a new business as a franchisee, you start to find the intricacies on how to start businesses fast. And I think that helped me when I started RBT. Um, or result-based training, but it was eight weeks out. I was like, I'm going to do this. And um, I started actually with a boot camp at Botanical Gardens. Um, I'm like, okay, I know that I need to start, go from the gym to an outdoor location to an indoor location. So back then, actually, this is, I haven't really told this on a story before. Um, I started with like a spritz or a Groupon deal back then. And I did, it was a crazy deal. It wasn't about to make money. It's about to create people coming together then I could transfer into a gym. So it's like, guys, like business is chess, not checkers. 
Okay. So always remember that, right? It's chess, not checkers. Like you got to be the one playing the game. Um, and you got to go, okay, I'm willing to lose the pawn. Okay. My time to win the game. Right. So it's like, when you're looking at this, like I, I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm willing to do this uh, outdoor boot camps for the next two months. Literally like I'll give it to someone for $9 for the month. I don't, I don't care. And so many people are so worried about the time that they're getting paid for at the start. It's like, it's not about that. It's about creating relationships, getting rapport. And then from that, like over eight weeks, I, um, like, I mean, I've got photos. There's like a hundred to 150 people training at once with me in the botanical gardens. It's, it's fucking crazy. Um, and I pulled them in. I had my first, like about 40 or 50 members coming into RBT. Um, <coughs> but that's essentially why and how, and I wanted to change lives. I wanted to do it on my terms. I didn't want to be, you know, you know, essentially squashed by the man um, and told me to do do it their way. And um, you know, I didn't have all the cash. I I needed to get like twenty five k. I got I sold four percent of the first RBT for twenty five thousand dollars. You know, I sat down with fifty two people who knew me, um, and I got like no, 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 and I was selling four percent of imaginary business, right? So I was like, I'm going to get 216 people. They're going to pay me $50 a week. I'm going to make $570,000. Um, and the 52nd person said yes. Wow. Um, yeah, man. Like I often say, you know, if I knew a person 46, the 52nd person was going to say yes, I would have got super excited at the 46th person. We're like, yes, I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. Um, but like, obviously I was like, holy shit, maybe I'm stupid um, because like 46 people said, no, this isn't going to work. Um, but, you know, you got to have belief in yourself, right? So kept going, got my 25K. Um, and then I was like, okay, cool. That got me the security deposit um, to get the first location. Then I was like, oh, I need to get equipment. And that was the next thing. Um, and I looked up and Googled this guy. You know, I was like new fitness business suppliers. And I was like Googling, trying to find the latest one that came out. And I found this guy, um, Simon, and he um, had just opened up his um, you know, equipment supply. He was pulling stuff in from China. And I was like, hey, man, like you're new into the, the, your industry and I'm new into business. Let's do something. I can't finance it. I don't have cash up front. Let me pay you monthly over the next 12 months. Um, if I miss a payment, just take the equipment. And he agreed. So all of a sudden, I got like a gym full of equipment and all I had to do was make my monthly repayments of like $4,000. I was like, tick. Um, and then I essentially, the next thing is um, I, I just, I had to, you know, get in there and start training people. I didn't know how to market back then. I did open up a boot camp in Canada and I made it to like 100K in like about six weeks. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do the same thing. Um, so I, what I did is I walked the streets and I knew that I went to a park near where we opened up and I just walked up to 100 people every single week. And I knew that the numbers from when I did this in Canada, um, I actually walked into malls or shopping centers when I did it there and I got kicked out of a couple of shopping centers, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy, but it's okay. Um, but with this, I walked up to like 20 people a day 100 people a week. I was like, hey, if you answer three questions, you win a month of personal training. You know, can you answer three questions for me to win this? And, you know, when I'm looking at this, one in five would tell me to piss off. They're like, go away, man. Like, I'm trying to eat my lunch. But like one in, like, you know, four in five would say that. One in five would say, yeah, I'm willing to win. So it's a numbers game. Business is numbers. So 
to get my 20 people a week, I needed to talk to 100 people. So I, I knew on my little clipboard, I was like, okay, 20 people every day. And it's just, you know, growing through the grind. And after about, you know, five, six weeks, I had 100 people trialing. Okay. And then I knew at the end of that, I was going to keep 30 to 40 of them and I was growing my membership base and, you know, I was just hustling to do it. And I think you can do that up to about 200, 300, even $400,000 depends on what your, your uh, revenue is per week. But for me, you know, 12 weeks in, I got 12 weeks free rent. Um, then I was like, okay, cool. I don't have $12,000 to pay this lease monthly lease because my lease was like $12,000 a month. Um, I went in deep when I first started RBT. Um, so I was like, how can I do it? So I was like, no idea. I didn't want to discount the services in the gym. So I went out to Groupon again. I was like, hey, I want to do a deal on an infrared sauna. You know, it helps detoxify, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, um, they're like, you don't have a website, mate. So I was like, hold on, hold on. I went over, I made a website, pulled some pictures off Google of infrared saunas. I was like, look, I've got a website now. It's like normally eight sessions for a hundred bucks. And they said, okay, we'll do it for 19. And like it was 12 days out until I had to pay $12,000, man. And if I didn't have the $12,000, I was going to get kicked out of my lease. Everyone was going to be right. And I was going to be a failure. And it's like, I, I didn't go into business to lose. So, uh, you know, I think sometimes luck and your belief meets at the right time with outside the box, weird ass ideas. And over the next sort of 12 days, they sold over, it was about $21,000 worth of infrared saunas. It was wow. like 800 yeah, man, it's like 870 deals or something like that. It was crazy. Um, like, I, like, I have a screen capture from like how many deals that got sold because I was like, this is a pivotal moment. And I see my like pictures somewhere on my um in the cloud. Um, but like <laughs> when we when I yeah, I, but for me, I got like it was two days out. I got fifteen thousand um, dollars from this deal. Uh, it was crazy. Um, and I, I sort of paid 12k on my rent. I was alive for another month, but I didn't even own an infrared sauna, which is the funny thing, right? So I sold like fucking thin air. Um, so with the 3000 I had left, I bought an infrared sauna. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I called up this, this company, J and H saunas. I was like, guys, I got 800 people coming down to use a sauna. I need you to express, deliver this to me, get it to me in like 48 hours. And they sent it to me in like 48 hours. I put this sauna together and, um, yeah, like I had a thousand bucks in my pocket and I was there to survive another day. I was like, that's, that's one of the, the funny stories or, you know, thinking outside the box stories that you can have as well. It's like, that's how I grew my first sort of 40, 50 members. That's how I made my money to make through the open the gym. It's how I made my money to, you know, stay, uh, you know, alive month four. I was living in the gym at this time. I couldn't afford rent at home and in the gym. I sold my ute to open the gym as well to pay more, uh, some money down so I could open the gym and put some showers and toilets in there. Um, you know, I just, I painted the place myself. I knocked everything down. Um, and then like month four, um, the first six months was super pivotal for me, man. Like month four, I still didn't have enough money. I had to borrow 12K and I reached out to a mate I worked with, you know, a previous location. And I was like, man, I want to borrow $12,000 and, um, you know, I'll pay you $24,000 back in 12 weeks. I was like, I'm going to do this. Um, I was like, if I don't, you can take my equipment. It's worth more than that. I didn't own the equipment. I didn't really care. Um, <laughs> so, um, I was like, but I knew I was going to pay him. Right. So like for me, like, again, like that belief, like that tattoo I told you about before, like I have like this unwavering belief that, you know, if you keep showing up and you keep doing, you live with your best intentions, that shit just comes together for you. 
Um, and I, I, for me, like I live to serve and that's how I truly live. Um, I live to serve people with RBT. I live to serve people growing their business. I just, I purely like love to help people get to their potential in life. Um, and you know, he lent me 12 K and I was like, cool. Okay. Month four, that's rent paid now. Um, and I was alive for that next month. And I was like, cool. Now I also need to find an extra 24,000 to pay this dude back. Um, it was growing, but my, my, I was getting tired. I think month five, I tried monophasic sleeping. Um, I was read, read this article. It was like um, monophasic sleeping is you sleep 20 minutes every four hours. I didn't feel like I had enough time in the day. It means you have no nighttime, right? So it's like every four hours you nap 20 minutes and you keep working for four hours. You nap 20 minutes. Like, and I didn't sleep. Um, I did that for like about 10 days and then I thought I was going to have a heart attack because uh, I'd miss like a 20 minute nap. And I'd be like, you know, like, where's TJ? And he's like, he passed out for like a day and a half. I think he died. Um, I was like, okay, monophasic sleeping is not for me. Here's <laughs> like, tip number three. Uh, saw, don't try monophasic yeah. sleeping. Don't try it. Don't try it, man. Like I saw Snoop did it. Like Snoop Dogg, he's doing monophasic sleeping. Maybe he smoked a lot of weed and that's why it worked for him. He just didn't know what's going on with the time. <laughs> but for me, it's like didn't work. Um, so I was like, do not do that. Anyone, you know, you might have a heart attack or something similar. Um, but then I was like, I need it. And because of that, the reality here is like, I'm clearly not doing things smart. I need to, I can, I obviously have work ethic. Um, I'm doing everything hard. It's starting to do things a little bit smarter. I, I bought, had some trainers that worked for me at that time. I pulled some people after the first three months to come and work for me from Fitness First um, or Big Box Gym, wherever they were. Um, and like I was like, you work for me for free, train groups eight hours a week, and you don't have to pay rent. Train all your clients. And I got three staff working for me for that. And I was, had about 24 hours a week worth of essentially free labor. So it was a contra deal. You know, not illegal, um, but like when I did this, right? So I was like 24 hours of classes covered with them working for me and they could use my facilities, which worked amazing for that next year. Um, I actually grew it out to five free staff, which was great. And, you know, for me, my classes were covered. I felt like that were, that were great trainers as well, um, which is amazing, which is the hardest thing to find. Mm. Um, and, you know, but month five, I was like, man, like I, need, I need to stop walking the streets to get leads. And I saw this guy in the States. He's a mentor. Um, he was like, you know, great at blogging, great at inbound marketing rather than outbound marketing. I was like, I need to learn this. Um, and he said, whoever, he was running this competition, whoever could rep his blog the best, won a year of uh, mentoring. Wow. Um, and for me, I was like, fuck, I, I need this, man. I need it. So, you know, people were holding up signs with his website in front of the Eiffel Tower, Empire State Building. I was like, man, I need to go. I need to like, you know, I'm one of those people that swings for the fences. And if you strike out, well, hey, at least you had a swing. Mm. I went down to the tattoo shop and I tattooed his website across my back. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. So I got this tattoo That's across the, the back. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> so like I literally tattooed his website across the back of my shoulder um, and I was like, man, like I um, – I, I, I sent the photo in and the first thing he's like, man, you're effing crazy. Like you're the craziest motherfucker I've ever met. I was like, yeah, I'm crazy. Um, but like, that's how badly I want to succeed. Um, he's like, you win, man, you win. And, um, you know, I, I met some of my best mates there. Like I've got some great mates, you know, who I still am, who were in his mastermind, but there was like people doing like, you know, Jay Frugia, there was Bill Phillips in this mastermind, you know, body for life. Like they were doing like, you know, 1 million to 10 million to $20 million. Some of them. And it's like, expands your possibilities. It's like, I have these up leveling moments where you're constantly going, 
you know, you are actually playing pretty small and your belief needs to change about what's possible in life. So I got part of this mastermind. I started learning how to market. Leads started coming in. I got RBT, like first 500K. Um, and that was my first year. That was, that was year one in business, man. Wow. That was the first year. Yeah. That's crazy. I just want to do a, a quick summary because I took a few notes of just some really important, there, important points that I think my listeners will love because starting off, you were pretty similar to where a lot of them are now. Okay, you know, making $100,000, but I'm working my ass off. And then you got yeah. to half a million in that first year. I just wanted to do a few, a few key points that I jotted down here if we expand on them, great. If not, then we can move yeah. on. But I think the two biggest things that I hear from that story there, Travis, number one is work ethic, right? I think that's yeah, the most work important. Work ethic's massive. Let, let, let us know a bit more about that. Expand on how important is work ethic. Well, I think it's a growth mindset, right? I remember when I was 12 years old and I was, um, when I was playing rugby league and when I was 12 years old, I got to the end of the footy season and I won the coach's award and it's like, that's okay. Like to win the coach's award. Um, you know, for anyone who has, I'm not like, you know, talking down about you, but I see the coach's award as the shittest player on the team. Um, it's like, it's the guy who turns up and wants to, to, you know, be good, but he's just like, you know, the team mascot essentially. Um, and I got to the end of that season, I was 12 years old. I was like, I'm never going to win the coaches award again in my life. Um, and that off season, like I used to sit there, I used to have like this hole in the wall, I used to pass. And it's like literally thousands of passes every single day. I used to, I was like, you need to practice off my, off my mark speed. So I used to do sprint sessions every weekend. Um, I, used to, I started going to the gym when I was like 14. So like over the next couple of years, accumulating effect, you know, when I was 14, I made state and then I made state and then I made Emerging States Australia. And then like, I just kept getting better and better. And for me, it's just growth mindset. It's like, you know, this is what I... <laughs> The, you have to understand that, you know, this is what annoys me with kids these days. Like, I got a four year old and one year old, and like, you know, we don't score with football. It's like, fuck off. Like, sorry, man, if I'm swearing and you don't like that, but <laughs> like, it's like, it annoys me that it's like, <laughs> it annoys me there's no scoring because it's like, I needed to know that I was losing, or my kids need to know they're losing because that is feedback. And feedback allows you to go, okay, cool, what worked, what didn't work, and how to become better. And when I was 12 years old, like, I, was, I got the feedback. I work my ass off to become better and like that's how it is and you know like that that's life for me so then when I started business I think from footy growing up I used to have morning training sessions nighttime training sessions I went to a rugby league specialist school so we had you know day uh, training sessions as well so I was like training like three times a day we used to play internationally I get flown around so it's like worth ethic for me comes from sports it's like if you want to get great at something you just put in the time and if you could put in the time get the feedback you're going to get better and better and better and I took that into PT I took that into you know when I started RBT it's like you just need to put in the hours and you get better but then also like your coaches must evolve as well so you know you can only you, you know I always want to be um, the dumbest person in the room and when I feel like I'm not the dumbest person in the room anymore it's like okay cool I need to find a new room so I need to find a new coach or I need to find new peers I need to you know lift myself lift myself up again and it's like that belief factor as well it's like I knew that I was where I could I was at my potential um, when I was like 26 years old and I was like I'm making, I was actually making about 200K at Fitness First. I was doing pretty well, but I'm like trading time for money. And I'm like, man, like when I was 17, I told myself, you're going to make a million dollars a year by the time you're 30. And I was sat there when I was 26. And it's like, man, you're full of crap. Like you're lying. 
you were a liar and you're not going to do this. And I was like a bit of a real, I was like drinking on the weekends. There's nothing wrong with drinking, but I was like, you know, like you're not going to, you're not achieving your potential in life. You're like, you're living mediocrity. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. Let's sit back. Why am I being, so like it's reflection time. It's feedback time. Why am I beating, being mediocre? Where can I excel? What's holding my back? What's, what would be my ideal life? What are my current frustrations? How could I remove them? You know, what do I need to do to get to where I need to be? And that's when I was like, yeah, I got to open RBT. Like it was a dream when I was, you know, 17, 18. And, you know, I, I, I did it when I was 26. And, you know, I wanted to fulfill my promise to myself. I'm going to make a million dollars a year by the time I was 30. And, you know, I did it. Um, but I wasn't going to do it if I stayed on the same trajectory I was on. So what had to change? Not just my work ethic, because I was working the sessions, but the what I was doing in the hours I was working had to change as well. And I think that's the same now. Like I work still like, oh, I, yeah, I switch off at nighttime and I switch off in the mornings. You know, sometimes I'll come in earlier and do podcasts, but like my work ethic has not changed. It's just what I do in the hours working has changed. So I think that's what you have to do is like, you got to look at, and I tell this to my coaching clients all the time, like every 90 days, I want you to track seven days worth of your time and you track hour by hour, hour by hour. And it's like, if I outsource this, how much would I pay someone to do this for? So it's like my emails or my Instagram posts or my training sessions or my bookkeeping. It's like, what is that worth per hour? And I would look at it and it's like, okay, cool. <coughs> In the next 90 days, I need to remove the bottom five or the bottom 10 and then to replace those hours with the top five or the top 10. And all of a sudden your income starts to shift and you start to get momentum because every 90 days you're dropping off the bottom five tasks, replacing with the top five tasks. And you know, you don't have to work less if you don't want to. Like I love working if you love it. I also understand that I love my family and I love spending time with them, but you, your income will start to change anyway because the time you're spent working, it's going to get more powerful and you'll start to get more traction and momentum will pick up even faster inside your business. So I think that's the biggest thing with work. I think it's working hard, but also working smart. So powerful. I love that. If you, I'm going to watch this podcast again, just for myself. <laughs> I want to go back and listen to it just for my tips. The other thing that I think is so powerful about you, Travis, and this is why I think uh, maybe more different because there's a lot of people out there that have work ethic as well. The other part about your story is just your resourcefulness. Now, I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan. He's got this quote, uh, lack of resources is never the issue. It's lack of resourcefulness. And that story there, just some of the things you said, it wasn't like you're sitting back like, oh, okay, I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do anything. You just found a way and then you found a way and then you found a way and all these things from the infrared sauna to the tattoo on your back, like you just found a ways. Is there any way you can expand on that and how you come up with this resourcefulness or any tips for trainers that are like, how does he do it? Honestly, guys, honestly, anyone listening, right? Like I think there's obstacles and opportunities in life and I think this is the biggest thing people have to understand. Most people, when they have an obstacle, they go into a fight or flight response. Um, you know, the nervous system jacks up and they go into this stress mode and they're like, holy shit, I don't know what to do. And don't know what to do turns into procrastination and you just run and hide. Or you try, you go into procrastination, you want to feel good. So you go and go for like a, I don't know, like a massage or something like that. Um, because you, you're literally just trying to remove yourself from the situation. You know, instead of looking at these obstacles as a bad thing, look at them as an opportunity. It's like, cool, this, this opportunity has come to me right now because it's ready for me to step up to come to my next potential. It's the next version of me. 
And once I come through this obstacle, I am going to be a new person. I'm going to essentially have a higher potential. I would have expanded my comfort zone. And that's all life is, right? It's just moving from comfort zone to comfort zone. And if you don't rise to it, the, the challenge or the occasion and you don't do it with creativity instead of fight or flight, like be creative and see it as an obstacle, then you're never going to find essentially the idea which is the needle in the haystack or you know the you know thinking left you know out of field like you know for me man like I um you know I, I started with franchising RBT um you know and I a sort of like partnership sort of thing I was 50-50 partner and last year like I took them all back so I like, have all the RBTs um and it's just it was a you know, shift that we needed to go in to continue the growth. We're at like 21 locations now and I, I want to get to 50 locations over the next sort of two years and we weren't going to get there with the current um, trajectory again. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like I needed to raise some capital. You know, the last, and this is what you got to look at guys, is like building a tribe and this is a lesson, I guess, you know, for the last eight years, I've been posting on my social media, uh, my personal one, and, you know, now I, I hang out more over on Instagram, but I was posting on my Facebook, like, tip after tip after tip, and, like, I put a post up on my social, like, last year, because I needed about $700,000 um, to help, you know, get rid of a couple of um, ex-partners, but also help consolidate everything. I literally put a status up on Facebook. It's like, I'm going to sell 1% of RBT for 100K and I have 7% to sell. And I sold $700,000 of RBT through one Facebook status. It's, it's fucking crazy. Wow, yeah. Um, like, but like, I don't say that to impress you, but to impress upon you the service that must happen. And that's like thinking outside the box. But thinking outside the box only comes when you've put in the man hours. Like, if I hadn't been trying to understand marketing for a couple of years before the infrared sauna, I wouldn't have thought get people in and upsell them. If I, if I hadn't have, you know, worked for nine years in or whatever it was like grinding it out as a PT, what was it? It was like, I guess it was six years, eight years as a PT, whatever it was. I, I wouldn't have understood like how to do the surveys and get people in. Like, you know, your work ethic precedes like innovation. You are, you optimize, then you innovate. You don't just keep innovating. I think that's another big thing people have to understand. It's like optimization, 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 like work hard, work hard, work hard. And then when working hard stops benefiting you, then it's when you innovate. I think that's the biggest thing people have to understand. Um, I guess, you know, there's been so many stories with RBT from, you know, how we opened, you know, the second or the third or how we opened international. But like, even like when I, when I went online, I got, I get distracted pretty easy. You know, I went from a year two, I was like, okay, cool. Got the first gym. I kind of outsourced myself a little bit. Um, I got, I'm going to help people online. And I, I launched a program called Transforming 28. And this is like before Facebook ads and all that sort of stuff. Um, and all I did to start with is, Exactly same thing with RBT. I got a hundred people on my social. I was like, I'm going to transform you guys in 28 days. Comment yes, join this group. And they, I was like, did it for free. At the end of the first month, I was like, I put a PayPal option in there. I was like, just donate what you thought it was worth. Um, and some people donate heaps, some people donate little. I was like, great. Thank you so much. Oh, well, I'm going to give it to you for next month for free. If you all see, if everyone essentially brings in 100 people, the group went from 100 to 200. And I did again, it went from 200 to like 500. Um, and then what I did is I essentially went out to, like, I had a bunch of PTs following me as well. And I was like, guys, I, um, we charge $10 a month for this program now. I'm going to put it inside your, I was doing like seminars. 
<clears throat> I was doing seminars with Transforming 28 around the country at this stage. It was like three months in, I would like fly to Mildura for a seminar and then I'd upsell everyone into like a 28-day program at like 10 bucks a month. I was like insane. Um, I'd go to Brisbane. I'd go to Sydney. I went to Perth and I was like doing this, these sort of seminars now and it was getting a referral effect and also the seminar effect because I was doing seminars before people were doing seminars um, and I would sell basically everyone in the room because it's just a no-brainer sale, man. Um, and I went, then also the PTs are reaching out to me. Can I use this program? I was like, for sure. We'll do a bit of an affiliate fee, figured out how to do affiliate fees. And I went from zero people in this group in the, in month one, six months, I had 5,000 people paying me $10 a month. So I went $50,000 a month online in six months with no paid advertising. I was like in women's weekly. I was in like men's health. I was on the radio shows. Um, because everyone was talking about this sort of program. It was pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, it's just word of mouth, man. I think, again, it's like, you know, thinking outside the box or that sort of level of resourcefulness only comes to you if you live with a servant's mindset, if you live with a gratitude mindset. Because if you think outside the box and you think of negative, like, again, Tony Robbins would say, like, where your, where your energy flows, essentially motion goes. Um, so it's like, you know, you're going to have, if you're thinking negatively, you have a lack of motion. Um, but if you're thinking positively, you have an excess of motion and start to think about creative ideas. So then couple that with, you know, work ethic and the world's your oyster, right? You can achieve anything in life. Love it. Love it. Well, hey, have you got time to let us know the next stage then, Travis? So your first year you got to 5 million. How quick can yeah. you tell us how you got to 10 million? Uh, yeah, well, no, I got, yeah, first year I went from zero to like 500K. Then I built this like $500,000 online business. And I was like, wow, this is, this is pretty crazy. Um, then I started like, you know, I think like 18 months in, 19 months in, people were like, oh, I want you to do some consulting for me, like business consulting. And we started doing business consultations. And, um, you know, me and Liv will fly around doing like three-day seminars in Vegas and all the rest of it. And we were opening up our second gym. I remember me and Liv were doing, um, you know, a seminar in Vegas. And then we flew back into Melbourne to open the second gym. I did a seminar launched out there. And... I did a seminar to launch it out there. And then what happened is essentially after that night, we flew back out to London. So we were in Melbourne for like 16 hours. And then we went out to London to um, do essentially another five-day event. Um, and like what I did is that one of the trainers who actually worked with me, he was like my first you know, partner. He opened the next location. And then one of my other trainers, that was the next partner. Another trainer, that was the next partner. And that's how I started to grow. And grow over the first essentially you know, three years, we went from one gym to out to about five gyms. Um, and then, you know, I, my goal for them was to go, okay, well, I want each of you to have four gyms each. Um, and then essentially from there, um, you know, that, that's how we got to, you know, the 10 gyms and that's how we got to the 12 gyms. But then what happens is, you know, we sort of slowed down and I was like, and not everyone was looking after the businesses, just how you know, I wanted to get the growth. So I sort of brought it back in and we, we essentially grew. And, you know, we got to the, the essentially people are asking about the marketing. Um, people are asking, okay, how can we do that? So that's how we started Attain. And the business coaching is how we started the business coaching. So everything from, went from there. Um, but yeah, like it just, it was a compounding effect. We knew we needed to learn how to market. Um, we knew we needed to learn how to do business better and have better systems with cash flow. Um, but for me, like I love the leadership side of things and it was just, just keep on working with Liv to get everything moving forward. And, you know, I guess for us, like the last year we sort of went from about 
you know, it's, it's ends up compounding, right? Like the last year we went from about probably like nine, uh, 8 million to about 12 million with RBT. Um, you know, we have a million dollar, a couple other uh, seven figure businesses as well. Uh, but it just starts to work harder. Like everything starts to work better for you. And we'll go from, you know, 12 million to probably 18 million next year. And then we'll, you know, start going towards that sort of $40 million goal, which is over the next sort of two, three years. That's awesome. I want you to let me know when you hit that and I want to get you on here again because that's going to be an even better story. Hey, um, Travis, we're coming to the end of the podcast here, but I do have an important question. Feel free to take as long as you want on this because I think this will be a good um, lesson to the listeners. You're obviously the go-to person for a lot of PTs and a lot of people that just want to improve their fitness. Who are your mentors or even... Who do you recommend other people listening to this should follow in terms of business, in terms of leadership, in terms of sales, marketing, books, podcasts, influential figures? Obviously you. Number one, if you're listening to this podcast, go and follow Travis on Instagram now. I believe it's yeah. at Travis Jones Entrepreneur. Is that your best Instagram? That's where I'm at. Perfect. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Like I, I put up posts uh, twice a day trying to help people understand how to become a better business owner. Um, I guess like... For me, over the years, I sort of went to specialists. I was like, hey, I want to learn Facebook marketing. So we jump in a mastermind for the best in the world of Facebook marketing. It had nothing to do with fitness. I was just like, I need, wanted to learn that thing there. I was like, hey, wanted to learn sales. I'll jump in a mastermind that was specifically on sales. And for me, it's like costed about, I don't know, about $700,000 over the last eight years in masterminds. It's pretty crazy. Um, just to learn the the minutia of each part. It's like when I learn operations, I'm going to jump in one who's great at operations and systems and we'll get a, a coach or a mastermind around that. Um, and that's how we essentially kept doing it. It's like find the best in the world when you don't have money, find the money to pay them and then that will make you more money. And I think so many people live in a scarcity mindset which holds them back. It's like, oh, I don't have enough money to... Um, to hire a coach right now or to pay you well you know a couple of people have tattooed themselves to get me to coach them over the years just like i did they thought it was like you know you do it i'm gonna do it too <coughs> um i'm like hey i don't want people to tattoo themselves my name anymore please don't um but <laughs> i was gonna hey, answer that question it's gonna be like so if any of the listeners <laughs> want uh <laughs> um but like you know my second mastermind or second coach when i wanted to learn facebook ads we sold it we got a car again and we sold it um, and that's how we got our second coach. Like if you have a car, sell your car, like walk, like sell your house. Like if this is, if you're going all in on something, you have a, a 4% chance of survival. Um, I think that's what people have to understand. So if you started a business and you have a 96% chance of failure and you're worried about, you know, $5,000, oh, I don't know if I have enough. It's like you've got bigger worries than the 5K for the coach who's probably going to help you out, you know, because, you know, if you don't spend the 5K, you're more likely to fail. And then all of a sudden you lose a lot more than just $5,000. Well, um, for anyone else, it's like, like you know, you have 2% chance of making a million dollars. So out of 100 entrepreneurs, 98 of them aren't going to make a million dollars. Um, so I would find, you know, as many people as I possibly can um, to surround myself with who are doing that million dollars um, and get them to help me out. I think that's the biggest thing. I think books are, are, are huge, man. Like if anyone can do, it's like start reading a book a week, like every single week, read a book a week, you know, five years deep. Um, like you're going to have 250 books. You'll be in the top 1% of your marketplace. Um, and I, I think that's, that's everything. It's like, if you can't read a book a week, read a book every two weeks. If you can't do that, read a book every three weeks. But, you know, just start 
getting education in such brain. And for you, it's like, oh, I suck at sales, for example. It's like, okay, Google the five sales books of all time and then read them in the next five weeks. Um, I think that's, the, that's $50, okay? And like it's $10 on Amazon. Um, and it's not hard to do. And people put excuses, oh, I don't have money to find mentors. It's like a mentor is $10. It's called Amazon. It's called Kindle. Um, like, like, don't don't make excuses on why you can't get education inside your brain. Um, so I think they are my been my best mentors. Like, use YouTube as well. But like, I've been in masterminds that have helped. Um, I don't think the masterminds um, would really help anyone in this. You know, like it's being in masterminds like um, you know Joel Polish and Brendan Burchard and you know Robin Sharma and and things like that. Like yeah. it, they're great, but like at the same time, it's like you know I, I don't think you should go from you mm. know unless you're doing like you know five million, six million, seven million. I, I don't think you get a benefit from it. I think you will get the benefit from you know finding someone who can give you the the essential roadmap straight to that sort of million dollars or you can get, okay, that Kindle book that's going to help me with sales or, or marketing or anything like that. I think that's the biggest thing. Love it. So it's like a ladder, right? Start off with the book. Now your sales is a perfect example. Okay. I suck at sales. All right. Let me buy $50 worth of sales books. All right, cool. If you implement what they say, you're going to see a huge jump in your revenue now. So, okay. All of a sudden, what's the next step now? Let's upskill and maybe hire a business coach all right, cool. Now that business coach has helped me, but now I need more specific. I've got the roadmap here. Now I can look at it. Okay, cool. I'm getting leads coming in, but I'm not closing them. All right, now I'm going to hire a sales coach. All right, now I'm closing those leads. All right, well, now how do I get more leads coming in? All right, now I'm going to hire a market, a Facebook ads coach. Okay, now I learned that. All right, now I've got leads coming in and I've got my, and I'm making all these sales, but now I've got no more time. So how do I, where am I going to uh, go on leadership and how to be a leader and then just keep upskilling, upskilling, upskilling. And it's just a consistent progression, right? A hundred percent, man. Like it's just finding the coach you need at the time. Not everyone, every coach is going to be the coach for you right now. But in saying that, there's always going to be that next coach um, or the next book. Um, and, you know, you, you want to try and be an avid reader. I, I can't stress that enough to people. Um, there's so much knowledge out there and it's so cheap if you're just reading or watching YouTube. Um, but at the same time, like I guess what the coach does for you is they compile all their compressed knowledge over the last, you know, 10 years, 20 years, and they give it to you in like a one-year coaching platform or whatever it is with that. I think that's a good thing for everyone to understand. I think also it's like, you know, if you do get a coach and, you know, like 90% or 80% or even like 70% of the people are getting results and you're not getting the results with that coach, it's not the coach's fault. It's like your fault. Mm -hmm. It's the same people as someone can read a book and it's the best sales book and it sold like a million copies. And like these people are like, this is the best book of all time. And then it doesn't help you with sales. Like it's because you, you suck upstairs. Like you aren't computing in your brain and you essentially are creating excuses. You're blaming people and you're justifying the fact of why the sales book didn't work. When instead it's like, you know, it can be that victor and it's like, okay, I take responsibility, ownership and accountability. You're not reflecting enough and giving yourself feedback to become better at the task so you can win at sales. And I think that's the biggest thing that's crucial for these business owners is like you should reflect at the end of every single day 
how did I go today? Rate yourself out of 10 on a couple of key areas. Reflect at the end of every single week. And over 90 days, reflect as well. And it's like reflect and project. So if I reflect back, how could I do better? And then I project forward, what do I need to learn to be better next 90 days? Like those are you, those the catalyst for change for your feedback loop to become better at business. Love it. And just quickly there, Travis, you do coaching for personal trainers. If a trainer is listening to this. Yeah, man, I do. I, I specialize in helping um, personal trainers, fitness businesses get to a million dollars and beyond. Awesome. And best way to contact is the at Travis Jones entrepreneur on Instagram. Yeah, just hit me on Instagram, man. Like I think the biggest thing is like with coaching, you've got to resonate with someone. Like I said before, I was like, I swear. It's like, so if guys like, if you don't like swearing, like I'm probably not the best coach for you. It, like I'm pretty straight down the line as well. I'll tell you if you're stuffed up. Um, I'll tell you if you're out of place. Like if you don't want like, you know, a bit of real talk, probably not the best person for you as well. But so many people that also that this is the same as when you looking at your avatar and how you coach people as a, coach or a trainer you know it's okay to not be the coach for everyone as long as you're the coach for the one person you truly resonate with them because we are coaching right we have an eight-week program and a year-long program if someone's signing up for this year-long program i need to resonate with them as much as they need to resonate with me because i don't want to be stuck with someone i don't like for a year either just like they don't want to be stuck with someone they, they don't like so when i say like you know follow me on instagram you can see sort of me as a person and what my values are you know you know what like our values are similar they align i want that that million dollar business and just like reach out and it's like cool let's have a conversation and see if we can help i think that's the biggest thing it's like the same as like anyone you know it's the you know free boot camp that i used to do when i grew that that business or the free month online when i grew that business or even with the gyms when i was you know doing that low barrier to entry kind of thing it's like we have like a bit of a free call where we go through exactly where you are and where you want to be and i can give you a roadmap and i'm like you can do this by yourself now or if you want you can do it with us but i don't mind either way love that so powerful well, um, hey, Travis, that's all we've got time for here today. I want to thank you very much for your time. I think, and I don't say this to everyone, but that was definitely one of my favorite podcasts ever. So thank you. Just before I leave you to it, is there anything I forgot? Is there anything I should have asked that I didn't? Anything else you want to get off your chest before I leave you to it? Um, I think not really, man. Like I've got so many stories. I'll come back again one time and I'll tell more. Uh, but I think if anyone can leave this podcast understanding that their destination is truly up to them and it doesn't matter right now if you have one client you have a hundred clients if you're a hundred thousand dollars in debt a million dollars in debt i really don't care um it doesn't matter if you're at the start or if you've been in it for 20 years like where you are and where you want to be it's only a matter of time and that matter of time comes down to consistently showing up and it doesn't mean show up one day and don't show up for the next 10 it means like every day uh, I sort of map it out for people. If you got, like, if you learned how to get 80 leads every single month and sold 40 of them, it's like an irresistible offer and you kept 20 of them ongoing until, say, we're talking boot camps right now and you had a churn of, like, 5% of your current membership base. If you started at zero members and you charged on average $65 per week, even after the churn, you have a million-dollar business and about 243 members as of 18 months. And that's just consistency over 18 months. Like it takes 18 months of consistency, 80 leads, 40 sales, 20 upsells, 5% cancellation. And now that people might be like, wow, that sounds really easy. It is. But the hard thing for most people is they aren't consistent. They don't stay consistent over time. And I think that's the biggest thing that people have to understand. Love it. I agree 100%. So let's add that one as well. The Travis Jones big three I've taken out of here is the work ethic, is the resourcefulness, 
and is the uh, consistency. And those three things are well on the way to success. So, hey, Travis, want to thank you very much for your time and we'll be in touch. Thank you so much, brother. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.